Here we go again. Yeah. Take one. Only once. Only once. That's how you know it's good. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you what. If you're watching this and you're like, wow, they have low energy. That's because the first time we did this, it didn't come out. Yes. So we did it again. Yeah. This is the second time. This is the second time. Hi! Today's Bacon is my podcast, I will mention, is being brought to you by GrillYourAssOff.com, DrinkWildBills.com, and Poddex.com, where you can get 10% off your entire order just by using the promo code BACON at checkout. And also, you can check out Manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off, get free shipping, keep those marbles shiny. Keep them clean. Be confident. Save the balls. That's what we're doing. We're saving the balls. Save all balls. Your all balls, balls will thank you. They will thank you. Indeed. Thank so, uh, yeah, today today we've got uh, a person from Australia, a person from a band that I enjoy, a person who has just recently moved to the, the U.S. from Australia to be a songwriter. In L.A. In L.A. Alex from Hands Like Houses. Indeed. And it's a really cool conversation. Yeah. He's going to be a lot of fun. You guys are going to enjoy it. We go through songwriting. We go through gear. But we also go through, like, mac and cheese and dirty water dogs and, like, sexy names. All kinds of fun stuff. So Indeed. It's a good one. He's cool. Um, we got along with him really well. And, uh, you know, he's another, he's another one. He's another one. He's another one. He's bromance. another. He's another bromance. I, I I like him. I think he's cool. He also he I, he's, he drinks the uh, the cucumber and lime mm-hmm. Gatorade lime papino, which is awesome. Like I I, I love cucumber Me flavor. Too. It's delicious. That cucumber Gatorade is pretty great. Is a sight to behold. A taste to behold. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Sure, I can behold the taste. Okay. Yeah. Well. So behold a taste of this interview, starting right now. That, that, what? Okay. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon, bacon! Bacon is my... Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! All right, guys, we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, we've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years. Uh, but now they've put out the new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant, and lip balm. And uh, what you do is you go to the pro, uh, to the shopping cart, yep. you put all your things in there, yep. and when you're done, you use the promo code BACONPOD, and you get 20% off and free shipping. 
I'm going to stop for one second and I'm just going to let you guys know that I've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks. I got my order two weeks ago and I've been using it every day. And so I'm just going to give you a super fast review. The shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it, it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's awesome. The, uh, the surprise for me has been the uh the body spray mm -hmm. it's really awesome i never used anything like that before i got it and i was like ah what's this gonna do i'll tell you what as a person with tattoos man my arms feel dry every now and then and sometimes for you of you that have tattoos you understand that like when it gets dry you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm -hmm. your tattoo was this actually it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated my hands my arms my tattoos that's what i've really used it on i haven't done the whole body or anything like that uh, i do use all the other products i use the crop preserver i use the foot spray at night i don't use it during the day because the might reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz yeah 100 uh, percent. that is the, not included in this but the wipes are key you can all use this stuff oh, here we go here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And of course, their flagship Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm -hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on the 3.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the four point. Right. So go ahead, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off, get free shipping, and support a really awesome brand that we believe yeah. in and support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you because I don't care. Right. So it doesn't matter to me. But honestly, like, I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use Bacon Pod as your discount. Hey, this is Jacques Lamour from Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, you've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast. Or in, in my case, uh, Pizza is My Bacon. Or Bacon on My Pizza or something like that. But anyway... You've been listening to Bacon Is My Podcast. Radio voice engaged. Oh, shit. Hey, welcome to Bacon Is My Podcast. That's sultry. The only podcast. I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Where are you going? <laughs> I don't know where I was going, but what's up, everybody? Welcome to Bacon Is My Podcast. We are here. We are joined by guitar player, songwriter, craft mac and cheese enthusiast, <laughs> Alex Pierce with a with a K, not right. with a C. Well, right, right. He's not at home crafting mac and cheese. No, well, no, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm a bit of an artist when it comes to mac and cheese. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Well, so is this guy. So is this guy. He, we'll, we'll get into about, that. We'll talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alex Pearson from Hands Like Houses. What's going on, man? How are we, boys? What's happening? Doing great. How's uh? How's so? As you can hear, he's got a bit of an accent. He is from Australia. Either that or we have accents. We have accents, yes. Depending but where you're he, listening from. he just moved to L.A. Uh, I did, how's yeah. Things, how's things in L.A. now? Um, so I think I've 
just ticked over maybe like just two months, I think. Okay. Um, there's definitely been a few interesting hiccups along the way. Um, but LA's great. It's fantastic. I have this like this sort of like a uh, group chat with friends and there's this constant phrase we throw around of just being like, you obviously like you can't be mad because every day you just look outside and the weather's perfect. And right. I still have that like, um, like romanticizing of like palm trees and Los Angeles. So <laughs> I feel like AIDS, I'll be good. And then like, if we do this in a year's time, I'll be some haggard beast of <laughs> <laughs> just jaded, jaded just and jaded, angry. Jaded. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so you, you moved there to pursue a little bit more on, of songwriting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like um, Australia. I, well, I, obviously, the, like the whole world was hit with COVID um, yeah. and then travel kind of shut down and everyone was obviously freaking out and like governments were putting all these like bans on travel and restrictions and blah, blah. It kind of came at like a fortuitous time ish for us in the band because we'd been basically like touring internationally for like eight to ten years, like eight months out of the year. So it was like getting to a point where it was like, this is a nice break. Um, but then I think there was like, I, I feel like everyone probably had the same thought of being like, oh, this would be done in like two weeks. Like this right. is yeah, yeah. like a month, month long thing. Right. And then being like two and a half years into it, I was like, holy shit, this is, this is actually intense. So yeah, then there was, like, weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then there was like some easing of restrictions and I was like, I think now is the time to kind of get back overseas and, do more songwriting because obviously that's what like I enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, here I am. That's awesome. Chasing a couple of dreams. Nice. <laughs> that's the place that's to nice. do that's it. That's what man. you do. That's what you do. Chase dreams in a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. We're chasing dreams. We're just, in, <coughs> we're, we're, in, uh, we're in New York. Yeah. We're just, uh, not less than nice place. New York's cool. New York's got the same. Yeah. same. It's cool. It's not as it's nice, cool. but it it's is not cool. as nice, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's usually chilly. <laughs> it's not as easy to wake up every day and just like, how can you be mad? Yeah, you wake up and like you fucking asshole. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, there's so many reasons to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I've actually got um, I've got a friend out here and he's from New York. Okay. Um, and like, I think he's acclimatized to kind of like living on the the West Coast. He's a lot like calmer. Um, except for when he starts like have a few drinks and then he becomes like full loud boy in New York with like he's nice. like staunching around the room. <laughs> like. <laughs> Is he, All is right, he like, bye. is he like, uh, like Olive Garden Italian tough guy? Like, hey, oh, hey, kind of um, New I York? think that, that like I blends know. in a tiny little bit. Yeah. Um, I think most of those guys stay in New York. Yeah. So yeah. His, his family is apparently a lot like that. Um, yeah. oh, okay. He's kind of like a, a much more like, um, calm, watered down version until tequila comes around and then it kind of gets a drinks, little bit. Yeah. I have a, a couple friends. Spicy. I have a couple friends out there that are the same way. <laughs> It's, a, it's actually quite entertaining. It's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. It's just humorous. <laughs> as long as he's not getting you into fights, it's, you know. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I'm not a fighter. No way. Well, no, we're, yeah, songwriters aren't, aren't really no, fighters. No, by, we're not. By known train. for our fighting prowess. Especially guitar players, because we're like, nah, my hands. hands. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's I have pressure. delicate, I have delicate, not in the face. That's my battle cry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wants to fight me. I'm like, not in the face. <laughs> it's like Anchorman. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so, so what kind of stuff are you working on here? Like, uh, obviously, you know, hands like houses, you're, you guys are kind of calming down a little bit, taking a little bit of a, um, a... we actually, we just had a, a kind of like a chat the other night. Um, and so like, I've been working on a bunch of demos. Um, so we're going to kind of like start brainstorming how we might funnel those into like releasing, whether it's going to be like an EP or an album or something like that. Um, but then aside from that, it's like, I obviously like, I love everything we can do in hands like houses it's great um but it's nice to kind of like explore everything so it's like i was literally writing like a country song the other day then was working with like on like some pop stuff um then i went back and was like writing some like riffs and it's just kind of like a very like you just kind of as like obviously a songwriter and like trying to learn as much about production it's like whoever wants to write something you be like, let's do it, right? Yeah, um, I've I've been great. asked I've been asked this uh, a bunch of times as a songwriter. So I, I always like to find it from other people too. Like when you're writing and you're and you're going in and out of different styles, do you um, do you find any styles particularly tougher to kind of like get into the vibe of uh, sure. when you're like learning those learning like the things that go along? Like there's a certain thing that lends itself to a pop song to a country song, to a rock song that is common between all of them. But then there's like the stylistic choices and things like that. Were there any that were particularly kind of challenging to you? Yeah. So like pop country and rock, I feel like all have like within reason, like similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like everyone's looking for like a big chorus and blah, blah, blah. Then when you get into like, I guess sort of like hip hop would be definitely a challenge for me. I don't really understand like trap music, like 808. So I'm kind of just getting like my head around. It's not necessarily my first like go to. Right. Um, but like, you know, like I had this like weird song that I was working on the other day and it was kind of like getting towards maybe being like rap. So it was, I, I feel like I'm entering that world, but like it's definitely not my first preference or choice. Like I'm much more like a pop kind of guy. How uh how are you approaching songs? Like do do you kind of mess with uh with do you have a, a laptop with uh you know Logic or uh, yeah, whatever? Mean, so I I use Logic predominantly. Um, I'm also like learning Pro Tools at the same time. Um, and then I just run it through. I got that latest like MacBook M1, Ritz and Glitz, whatever it right, is. Right. Super superhuman computer. Um, which is going great. <laughs> It was actually a massive ball lake at the start, but like I got my head around it. Um, and then I used to, I used to be a lot more obviously being a guitarist. And then within like hands like houses, I was kind of focused on like approaching the song from being like, okay, so guitar, 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 like everywhere. Um, and then when we started w- recording with a bunch of different producers and working with different writers, you kind of realize that it's like the more stuff you put in the less space that you have for like vocals and majority of people are attached to the vocals. So that was kind of the point where I started like reassessing and like focusing a lot more on like actual songwriting as a whole, rather than being like, this is sick guitar. Um, so now it's like, uh, like literally I reckon almost every single song I write, regardless of it being like a heavy song, pop song, whatever it is, like it always starts on like acoustic and there'll be some kind of like vocal melody going along with whatever's happening or like a phrasing or a cadence or some kind of like lyric to attach to. They kind of go hand in hand. 
Um, that's that's actually something that you know anybody who who listens to hands like houses you could see that progression. Mm-hmm. Um, th- did that kind of happen <laughs> fairly recently? Like, Ooh. I feel like as I was saying it, I was like, oh, people are gonna be fucking butt hurt for sure. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. We, we talk we talk about a lot of in like because there you, you're right, and I, I feel like people may brand it or like approach it in different ways like as you kind of like span across like our albums um and like we were always trying to like do something different which is to some degree like fun some people like you know what i mean it's hard when you don't like if you're constantly evolving people aren't necessarily always ready for it um but i think it's it's better to kind of like push the envelope than just be continuously comfortable yeah um but yeah, after after that first album, especially, it was like like I was listening to it the other day. Um, I think this year is like, or maybe it's next year is like ten years of that album, um, and we we're talking about potentially oh, wow. doing some kind of touring around it or, or something like that. And I was like, I'll go back and listen to the songs, and I was just like, this is fucking chaos. Like, there's like so, <laughs> so much going on, and it's like that was like, I feel like it's very for me, like I appreciate that album so much. Like it opened so many doors, but it's very much like of a time. Um, and it just reminds me of like all the influences of that time. Um, mm-hmm. And then now, yeah, it, it, it's like we, we went to this one producer, James Paul Wisner. Um, and he was very much like, how does this like piece together? Like where's like, where's the chorus? Like where's the hook? Like where's, where's a point that like I can latch onto as a listener um, whereas I feel like that album especially is very much like, I think a lot of like musicians would enjoy it. A lot of like, uh, like Johnny Craig style vocalists enjoy it. Like right. it, it has that kind of like that space, um, which was so perfect to give us a platform and like start off our career. Um, but then, you know, people like grow and change and I don't know. You have like different hopes and aspirations. You want to get songs as like the WWE fucking theme song. Yeah. And, like we right, do right. Like that and you want to have like songs on fucking Saturday night or Friday night football, whichever one it was. Yeah. Uh, and that needs to be a little bit more like in a specific lane. So you have yeah. to kind of compromise. And well, and if you're a music listener, let your bands that you love try things. Right. Right. Don't get, don't be so like douchey. Said, don't, don't get <laughs> so hurt. So douchey about it. Because I think no, the, yeah. my thing is like, you can definitely be, you can sit there and like, I love feedback and I would prefer if the feedback is like brutally honest, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to be like an asshole, but it's like, you know, yeah. you sit there and be like, look, this just isn't that good. And you go, okay, I can listen to that. But if you say this just isn't that good, I'm never listening to your band again. Like, <laughs> like I think you need some therapy. Like I didn't know right, like right. Even songs could like break, break your whole like internal. Yeah, don't, don't care about any band that much. Right. <laughs> right. is that what is that what i'm saying don't care just, about any band that much well no it's anything that people it's it's funny that you bring it up because like um we we talked with somebody recently that we one of the questions we asked them was like what's something that um you don't understand how passionate people like you see them get super passionate yeah. about it but you don't get it and they were like oh like sports is one thing and it, that was theirs is it was like i see people getting into sports and and they're like if their team loses it ruins their week and stuff and we were like man like nothing should matter that much like nothing there should be anything yeah that's yeah it's 
it's hard because I think a lot of um, in like this sort of like hands like houses, warp toury. Like I'm not really sure how you kind of brand the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, fans attach to bands when you're going through like growth right. or trauma or some kind of situation. And nine times out of ten, it's like that album or song you really and i have like so many of those songs that i associate with a very specific point in my life and then you like don't necessarily want that moment to change so it feels like when the band changes that moment doesn't necessarily have as much importance to you maybe but it's just yeah, part but it's still there but you know what you, you know what though put it on. you can always yeah. go back and listen to it i don't I, i'm just trying to rationalize i, I constantly have <laughs> and this, you know what we should all be moving forward too, you know. Like, hey, we should all be able to do that and say, "Well, see, hey, this I'm is a new point now." This is like, and and like, I'm not, I'm not saying like, uh, you know, I I liked your your last couple records. Like, I, yeah, I enjoyed them. I'm big fan. But like, you, you kind of brought up that people are butthurt about changing stylistically and stuff like that. The the problem is, is that if you if you support the band and you still go see them live, they're not pulling like. A whole 180 going fuck that we're not playing those songs we're playing you're still these. gonna hear them all. like there are bands that do that like yeah. you know Silverchair yeah. did that but like radiohead radiohead did that like but but you guys didn't do that and this and this is the funny thing like i feel like i have to like clarify a, a point because i don't want people to look back at it and Wait, be you like, don't we're not we're not going to be clickbaity we're not but like no, no, no. the like with this like evolution of like you know what i mean like the the while there's always going to be literally whatever you release mm-hmm. um there'll be people on youtube predominantly being like fuck you guys right yeah. <laughs> and, you go to reality and yeah. it's like oh like our fan base like live fan base has doubled um mm-hmm. we're getting like uh like high rotation on radio stations in australia then we're pushing with like rock radio and like satellite radio in america and it's like people you know like just don't necessarily like make those comparisons so they would be like oh okay i can see that they're having growth like i understand they just sit there and be like you're not playing a breakdown for me right now (laughs) well you know the fact that putting money putting money in your (laughs) pocket is not cool that is not Uh, cool but there's 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 really money in pockets i feel like it constantly cycles through when you go like Back into, oh, yeah. I mean, we all, we all know that if you uh, if you got into music to make money, then you are yeah. a, a bad decision maker. <laughs> That's a poor investment. That is not. We say it all the time. To move. Yeah, we we, we make music. We make doctor. music. <laughs> yeah. We make music to not drive off bridges. Yes. That's why uh, we. That's why we write songs. Yeah, we it's, have it's, to. Exactly. If you exactly. can choose to do something else, you do. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Sometimes you just get stuck in it. Yeah. 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 Uh, one thing I, I want to like come back to, cause you, you talked about how you work with logic and stuff like that. And I actually have never done it and I don't know why I haven't done it, but like, but a lot of the guitar tones on Anon, uh, your last full length record, yep. uh, you used, you used some of the, the built in amps in logic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that That's was pretty cool. Like almost like all of those songs, like, <laughs> or like a bunch of those songs like I had um, like demos for. And it was, I don't know how much people picked up on it, but it was like, at least from like where I was coming from, a lot of like kind of like 90s um, influenced stuff. And there's like this weird thing of 
it's I feel like it's even more apparent now of like a guitar sounding shit and then it's like cool. <laughs> like <Right>. and so <laughs> we like yeah. this crazy like Friedman amp or like whatever it was running through like all these crazy pedals. And then we'd have like my like stock logic with like stock logic pedals, whatever it was, like tone to get the idea across. And we'd be like A being between them. And we were, I remember I actually just met up with the engineer the other night. We were talking about it as well. I'm sitting there for like three hours trying to replicate some kind of like chorus flange, whatever it was. And he goes, fuck me. Like the logic thing that you've got is just better. Like let's just fucking run with that. So it's, and, and I think that's, that's the thing that people can get lost in a lot is um like you should have to because you have all this crazy gear like you should have to use it or should have to do this and it's like whatever kind of like serves the song whatever serves the part i think that's the beauty of especially at the moment um and more and more it's again becoming more apparent is like bedroom producers releasing like crazy records especially within the pop world and it's oh, like yeah. how did you make this and it's like i beatboxed i hummed into right. the Microphone and I use GarageBand, and right. you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I had an SM58, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I was, it's amazing. I was 58 up until I moved to America. Actually, then I was like, I probably need a better vocal <laughs> than this. You can I, you can get really really good sounds from so many different things, and I, I think as guitar players, we tend to get a little too heady about it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. like I remember um, when I my current band our first couple records are uh our drummer produced and we recorded ourselves and he engineered and all we had was uh an old kidney shaped pod and we got all the guitar tones and all the bass tones and ran vocals through the kidney pod <laughs> and we tried miking amps we tried like oh put an amp in the bathroom and and mic it and get the great natural reverb and let's yep, put mics on the other side we tried right. all that stuff and it was like, man, <laughs> we put like this, the, the kidney pod Marshall and a kidney pod clean amp together. And there was a bunch of fuzz and a bunch of articulation and it sounded really great. So we're going to use that. Yeah. And <laughs> that's going to be the record. That's going to be it. Definitely. And if it sounds good, it sounds good, man. You know, like. I know. I know. And I, and then also with obviously like people's um, attention spans, like songs like two and a half minutes, it's like. Just fucking right. go for it. Like, just it, it's great because now at the moment, it's like you can release more music than ever, like as easily as possible to as many people. And it's kind of just like, don't get in your own way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a write good. a good song. It doesn't matter how great your guitar <laughs> tone is if the song is shit. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, that's always, that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That's, that's always, the, that's the dragon we're all chasing. So. That's, that's great that you can sweep, but can you write me a great pop song? Can you write me a great right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where's the hook? Yeah. I can't sing that sweep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my drummer uh, piss, pisses off my guitar player consistently because he's like, oh, man, when you do the solo, can you do the are, are you going to do the turkey gobble thing in the middle of it? Are you going to do the <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dude, Does Chris actually do fuck that? you, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. Totally That's amazing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I was I, like, you want people to sing your solos, man. That's what they do. Sing me Sweet Child of Mine solo right now. And you can. And he's like, no, man, I like the. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Actually, so I, like, um, I saw you guys at the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn uh, a little while ago. And I was talking to Matt and uh, at, at the merch booth. Said that 
it was like one of your first tours with using Kempers and and all that kind of stuff. Are you uh, are you officially a convert? Especially like you know you traveling um, back and forth that kind of stuff. Dude, very much. Like yeah. I won't. <laughs> I'm like especially me. Like not like super super gear savvy. Um, and so like ease of like understanding, ease of transport, ease of load in and load out. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get straight to merch or like I've had a few fucking drinks and I don't want to pick up like, <laughs> a whole combo or like whatever. Right, right. Um, but we've got like the, so I don't know, we've had a couple of different Kempers, but now we've got the like all in one foot switch, like the floorboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can go on tour at the moment with, like a pelican case for my like Kemper and then like a guitar and be totally fine. And it's still out the front. Like, I mean, it's, it's great for us. Like our sound guy, he loves it even more because he can control way more. Um, You're consistent everywhere. It's it's consistent everywhere. So yeah, I I think it's a full, full game changer. Obviously when you play like bigger venues, like it's kind of like nicer to have a little bit more oomph on stage. Um, Right. We've got like really good in ears. Um, we got like the. Uh, I haven't had them in my ears for like two years, so I can't remember what they're called. Um, <laughs> right, but they have like you know it's like the top of the line, so it's like you can kind of like semi feel stuff and yeah. That's all. Like we kind of just decided we we're gonna go for it and then stick with that. So it's do you guys uh, do you guys mic the crowd as well? So in your so in your in ears yeah, you get crowd response. Crowd. Yeah, you can put a bit of crowds in there. So that's that that's the one awkward thing when like the crowds go down and it's just like in between songs, dead silence. And you're like Yeah, that's <laughs> I tried I, I had in for one for one tour and it that was the weirdest thing in the world for me was was like not hearing anything. I had to pop one out and like I was I wasn't doing like like I mean, I, we're talking like bars and club tours, you know, like in a van and stuff. Yeah, so it wasn't sure. anything that was crazy. But uh still I had to pop one out and was like, This is so weird. I, when we first got like, even like the first version of Innies, I think we were probably all using like the little Shaw ones or whatever yeah, it yeah. was. And I was just like, fuck this. Like, I, I right. never want like, I want to hear my air. Right, and right. then give me a wedge. I kind of just sit there and be like, okay, actually, now you know what you're playing. Like, you can hear exactly what you want. You're not as good a live guitarist as you thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> you go, okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of like it just makes everyone tighter so it's it's good it's, yeah yeah that's that's one thing i found like with with uh even with the last show that we did is just like we practice all in years and mm-hmm. and that that made a lot of difference when you know we we only played you know a couple weeks before the actual show we didn't have an actual bass player i right. never played the guitar uh, for most of these songs and sang at the same time, but but like it was it was cool because everybody kept me in check and they were like, "Hey, uh, you don't play that very well. You should probably yeah. tighten that up, buddy." <laughs> so so it made me get a little bit better, right? For yeah, sure. yeah. No, it's 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 a good thing for sure. It's just an expensive thing, but yeah. mm. again, you in, need to invest into the product. So, how was your uh, learning curve switching over to a Kemper? Was it like like when you first got out? Are you, are you, you said you're not very tech. Sound. Yeah. Oh my god, it was like opening up a fucking spaceship. I was just right. like, what <laughs> is happening? Um, so lots of YouTube tutorials. YouTube is yeah. like my university for like everything. Right. 
I'll just sit there and like type in like whatever I need to know and watch like hours and hours of stuff on that. Um, but now I've got like a pretty good handle on it. Um, and you can get such great profiles as well. Like a bunch of like great producers make profiles, like artists make profiles and it's mm-hmm. just, like, you can make your own. It's just, yeah, it's, it's so, I don't know. Like for me, I just, I just find it pretty amazing. But there are purists out there that would shoot me. We're, we're Helix guys. Yeah, we we're both Helix have Helix. Guys. I'm, I'm, and they've been... The, uh, the, you know, there's, there's a bunch of other ones as well of like all the other different versions. So I, I don't know. I, I just think that digital way, especially for like moving forwards with touring, like it makes so much more sense. Yeah. Like, it makes things faster. It makes it more convenient. One less... It makes it cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> for transport and everything. Less like, road people. Uh, yeah, you haven't got to like worry about tubes and valves and stuff. So, oh my god, I remember the first time I I used it and got to actually hear my guitar on stage because I never did because I sing and play guitar, so I'm in the middle. So my amp was always like off stage right on the other oh, side of the cool. bass player. Yeah. So I if, if I was lucky enough to get some of the monitor, then then Good cool, I got a little bit. If the AC blew the right direction, you right, could hear I, I'd get a few. So it was like the first time I heard guitar and I was like, oh my god, I can I can do what I play. Sick. Yeah. I'm not as good of a live guitar player as I thought I was. <laughs> it's same. funny how everyone comes back to that as soon as you're same like same thing. Yeah, as soon as you hear yourself, you're like, man, I didn't rock. I'm not that <laughs> but, I, but I will. But I will. Now. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I will I've really got to practice that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, so now you're you're in America. You're you're doing your writing thing and stuff. Has yeah. there been like you guys? You've been going at it hard for the better part of ten years. So has there been like a culture shock when you, when you like, you're only there, what, two months now, was there like a real culture shock when you got here and you're just like, yeah, I think there was more of like a, (coughs) I was shocked at the lack of shock, like how normal it was. Um, Like I was with some friends the other day and admittedly we were sitting having Jimmy John's, which is such a strange thing to have like off tour, but it was (laughs) like four blokes sitting there having Jimmy John's and I was like, we're on like, I don't know what it was like sunset strip or something. And you can see again, like see palm trees. Right. And I just was like having this bite of my Jimmy John's and looked up and was like, this is fucking weird that I don't feel (laughs) weird about this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But then again, because I think from obviously being over here so much and like I'm living in like North Hollywood studio city area, Mm-hmm. Um, and we've like recorded a bunch around here as well. So it's kind of like everything looks pretty familiar. We've right. Done you, you have your spots with... anyway already, you know. Exactly. So it's it's not so bad. But anytime like I like borrow friends' cars like a bunch or like, like I've got friends that are tour managers and they're like, you can have my car for the month and then I'll pick someone up and they're like, are you okay to be driving? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's fine. What, what do you mean? Like it's, it's completely fine. Um, but it's only if I'm in like a car park where I can't gauge like where the car, sh- you know how there's no right, lanes. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been, I've been caught out a couple of times and someone's coming like head first for me. So. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. If you it's come to New York, man. come to, come to the parking lots here. You'll get that. Everybody, all the time. You'll be fine. You'll get it all the time anyway. No, it's no, he'll perfect. be fine. Cause, yeah. cause everybody's just like, they, they don't, they crisscross. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, you- it's more it's more just being like it's crazy how like normal and, and comfortable it's been. Um is there I anything you anything you miss that you can't get? Um there's nothing that I miss like terribly like too much. 
uh, I had like a, a movie night the other night. I was watching that new Batman movie that mm-hmm. came out on whatever it is. Sick. Some yes. streaming something and everyone has everything. So they were like, come over yeah. and watch, watch this. <laughs> um, and I was like, cool, we need some movie snacks. Obviously, that's like the only reason you watch movies is basically to eat junk food. Right. right. A whole bunch of popcorn. And we used to have these, or we have these things in Australia called Maltesers. Um, and I was trying to describe them to my like American friends. And basically, the closest thing you guys have is this thing called Whoppers, or like okay, oh yeah, 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 okay, the, like, yeah. the milk malted milk balls. In the Maltesers are far superior, but like Whoppers, are like like passable. So at the moment, it's just missing like different food things. Like I would love a meat pie or like a sausage roll, right? Like a little wow. like bakery treats, that kind of stuff. Um, An but- iced coffee with ice cream in it. I know that's a thing. That's <laughs> that a- is thing in australia that is not a thing here oh. that is you, yeah, usually when you say like iced coffee in australia um they'll be like do you mean with ice cream or like with without we'll be right back this episode of bacon is my podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com and growyourassoff.com use promo code bacon to get 10 percent off your entire order yeah uh grilling season is never over And you always want to quench your thirst, and why not do it with some craft-made beverages by Wild Bills? The two work together pretty awesome. Yeah. Agreed. So go ahead. Hit them up. Check it out. It helps them, which are awesome companies, and it helps us. It helps us, and it helps you. And it helps you to live a more flavorful life you like delicious things in your mouth indeed so do it. go do it now do it okay okay so, so yeah so, they, this right? so i'll be like i'm mike and i'm damien well i like the consuming though that's a good line oh, oh and we are and we are and we are felicity and you are consuming taken is my podcast and you are consuming and you are consuming that's a good adjective that's a good verb it's verb so are you got it? Do you want to practice again or you got it? Let's try it. I'm Mike. And I'm Dean. And, and we, we are Felicity. And you are consuming Bacon is my podcast. Right. And at that point, does anybody go without? Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Hold the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. You're just, just like, oh, I'm trying to be good, but yes, two scoops. Right. Thank yeah. <laughs> Make it mint chocolate chip. I, uh, I, I just stayed at that hotel uh, that, that we did the, the conference in last week. And when I walked in, the woman at the front desk was like, would you like a warm chocolate chip cookie? And I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is always <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does anyone ever say no to that? <laughs> she, you walked into the like, what, what, what? <laughs> to like, check in? Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. I'm disappointed I didn't go. Oven, like underneath. Crazy. Right? Yeah. And she just handed me that. I was like, oh, what the fuck? All right. That's amazing. So, yeah, the, the ice cream. I can't imagine anyone ever saying, like, no, no, just cubes, please. Just it's frozen water. Cubes of ice. Let's just throw them in there. Uh, ice cream swill. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, because I know we have different terms here or there, and I, and I oh, heard yeah. a term, right? My, uh, my, my girlfriend works uh, for the Blackhearts, for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and they were in Australia doing a tour. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, – laughing really hard and enjoying while well, she was, she was enjoying uh, copious amounts of the word cunt, which I love. Yes. Uh, but then also she was like, she was, she said, they're all saying shit tickets. 
and I have no idea what shit tickets are. Oh, I know what that is. And is that a common <coughs> phrase? Um, I feel or like are they fucking with her. I feel like it's maybe not that common. Okay, no, see, that's not just. That's I was not like, a, they're messing with you. That's not an Australian thing. I've heard of that a lot. I, I had, um, I had like a, I was having a conversation with my roommate the other day. Like I was heading out, and I was like, "All right, mate, I'll see you later." The Savo. And it was just like all mumbled through. And he was kind of right. looking at me being like, I literally have no idea what you just fucking said to me. And then he was <laughs> like, what? And I was like, oh, like later this afternoon. And he was like, right. And then when I'm like, <laughs> this is like an American way to an Australian. He like messages me and he's like, dude, I've got some tea for you. Call me when you can. And I was like, this is bizarre. Like what? <laughs> like, but apparently tea is like gossip. And I was like sitting there being like, what kind of tea have you got? Like are you brewing me like. Right. Yeah. Like I've never heard of that one either. Oh, well, there you go. You would have been as confused as I was. I was like, I, tea. I, yeah, I would have been like green. Tea? And he starts on this rampage and I was like, this is weird that you're talking about all this stuff when you've messaged me about like a beverage. Right. Still Where's waiting. It? I'm still waiting for my tea. Well, yeah. usually, usually, <laughs> if I'm going to hear all this bullshit from you, I'm going to need a drink. Right. Traditionally, <laughs> traditionally, a tea is 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 going to be soothing. Mm. Gossip is usually not soothing. It's not as soothing. Usually triggering. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so some of the other, you know, we brought this up earlier. We got to talk about it. Mac and cheese. All right. Oh, so I've heard. I've heard. You know, we. So <laughs> so we we we, uh, we know we know Fleur. Uh, and you talked about a beautiful human. Yes. Uh, we talked, you talked about Mac and cheese, craft Mac and cheese, but now you're, you're, you're saying that, uh, there's some art to it. So, so talk to us a little bit about Mac and cheese because well, I feel like this guy, know. this guy is a, an artist with Mac and cheese. I'm a bit of an artist. I feel like it's like Mac and cheese is always like a great base. You mm -hmm. sit there and you need it to be, you know, it was like, I was saying, you want it to be that like, kind of like fluorescent you know like it's going to literally like coat every like vein <laughs> every artery in your body in like some right. kind of like whatever the fuck it is but the then it's like black light you can be adding like hot sauce chicken you could be adding like peas broccoli like you can make it into like more of a meal than just like this disgusting kind of like claggy mess yeah um and that, that's what I mean like they have like they have all kinds of, like like buffalo mac and cheese they've got like truffle mac and cheese bites oh like, yeah People but are you, going down, but on you like, want to start like you 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 prefer to start with <laughs> with the uh, the bag of cheese dust. Yeah, like that's you want to you, you want to start with the, the base. There. You need a great foundation, and Kraft mac and cheese gives you like a great great. So foundation. do you have you have you ever put lobster in? Like, cause like lobster mac and cheese is pretty. Yeah, I wanted to try it. I, I oh, dude, I think it's I've only good. had one lobster roll. Obviously, that's like definitely your territory up around the like northeast, right, right. north. Okay. Is, yeah, it is. It's a big. They're big deals up here. They're big deals. Yeah, yeah. Lobster mac. More north great. actually than here. Not as much. Not as much. Uh, yeah. Where we're at. But that's yeah, kind of like yeah. New, New Hampshire area. So yeah, Maine. Yeah. That area. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I. I so he, this guy. This guy. The first time he made mac and cheese for us. So we we we're we're wrestling fans. Great. And way back in the day, uh, I used and we to, like to cook. So. And we <laughs> like to cook. So way back in the day, um, I used to hold host parties for the pay-per-views. You know, I'd, I'd invite, you know, a bunch of people over and everybody throw five bucks in and the pay-per-view is 50 bucks and we were good to go. Yeah. yeah. This guy shows up with $100 worth of cheese. Oh, my God. 
And and it wasn't on purpose. I didn't go out to get a hundred dollars for the cheese. I just went out and I was like, I have all these options. I went I went to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> or the or the right place. I went to the right place. Bougie and, cheap. Yeah, it was it was all there, and it was like you know, I was like, do I want to do I want to try it with smoked gouda? Yes, I do. Yes, I do want to do that. Yeah, and see, this uh, is what this is what I mean. Like, it does get into this art form of like there's mac and cheese, but like yeah, the variety. Are you doing a three cheese blend? Are you doing some like a sharper cheddar? Like, you know what I mean? It, but it but gets, but you don't get that with crazy. a craft. It gets crazy. You don't yes. get that with a crab. But when I'm doing that, I can't do dust. I can't do the dust. I know you can't do the dust then. I can't start there. And my my Instagram has recently become literally like tattoo pages or like food porn. Right. And it's just mm -hmm. like mac and cheese ideas or like like all of my saved everything is just like different foods that I need to try. Um, I'll, I'll send you the mac and cheese recipe. Just, just oh. be ready. Just be ready for the. Also queso as well. That's another. Like I think just oh. anything. Like oh, kind of gross. Yeah. I'm I'm sort of around it. Yeah, yeah. Any anything where you uh, where you can need a spoon to cheat to lift cheese yeah. and, and I gotta say when it comes to craft like classic craft mac and cheese, mm -hmm. best addition is always hot dogs. Craft craft mac and cheese hot wait craft and hot dogs. You take you take oh. a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, you take a hot dog and you you just you cut it up, and you throw them right in. That sounds delicious. All right, I'll try it. It's it. I, I might I might crisp them up a little bit first, you know, make them a little bit kind of like. Uh, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could throw them on the grill. You could throw, say, you, you, or you could boil them. Do you dirty water your dogs? Sometimes, sometimes you, I do. What's what's <laughs> what's dirty watering your dogs? What, so oh. so dirty water dogs. Uh, those, those are the kind of those are the kind of hot dogs that you get on the street in New York, where they've got oh, a guy and he's got a pot, right? And it's just yeah. a it's just a pot of hot dogs and hot dog water. Love that shit. and. Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, that's not street meat. Street meat is halal. Yeah, street meat's halal, and oh. anything that's anything that comes on a stick is yes. going to be your street meat. Yeah, we're a learning show that you can't very, yeah. you can't identify. You can't identify the meat on a stick because whatever sauce you put on it darkens it to whatever color it is. So whatever meat that is, it just is. You know, well, it's fun. Yeah, I've gotten sick twice uh, on the way home from uh, Hands Like Houses shows because of food. Oh. Questionable food choices. <laughs> All right. Fun fact. I feel like you're trying to blame this on me somehow. I feel like when you keep looking at me, I'm, I'm taking this personally. <laughs> well, he's also gotten sick on the way home from every other show because of <laughs> I was food say, constant <laughs> diarrhea. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you know what? So like uh, so Brooklyn, there was a there was this like one pizza place open and right. we went to it and I ate it and I was like, this is bad. This right. is not going to end this well. It's bad. <laughs> and then, and then I, I actually went to go see you guys in the city. Uh, I don't even remember where. Um, but uh, I went to see you guys in the city, and I did it did a little bit of street meat right afterwards. And uh, that's my no favorite bueno. part of New York. One hundred percent. Every time I'm getting some kind of like, you're awesome. Oh, I love it. Something street meat. The street churros. Oh, I and like. Sorry, I was, I was just like out here, like I still haven't gotten it. Every time I've been out, like you've got like people out the front and they're cooking like hot dogs and they're always right. wrapped in bacon. And I just mm. sit there going like that is it's preaching to my choir, obviously. Right, right. Yeah. That's everything I need in my life. It's just like it's <laughs> a crispy bacon coated hot dog. One thing that I do have to say, though, you do have to be careful because. I find that a lot of stuff that's wrapped in bacon, you they go, oh well, it's wrapped in bacon. And you're like, yes, but 
the bacon itself is still like it's not crispy at all. Yeah, the outside oh, is like rubbery. rubbery. The outside's great. The inside's kind of wet. Yeah. Oh, yuck. Yeah. 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 You get that. You like when you get that exact sentence. Next time I'm looking at like looking my way in downtown Hollywood, being like, oh, I really want that. I'm like, the outside's kind of great, but the inside's kind of wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll thank me. Yeah. You'll try one and then you'll and you'll try it and you'll take a bite and you'll go, God damn. The inside's kind of yeah. wet. Like if you ever go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant and you and you get like a filet wrapped in bacon. That shit, the, the filet is going to be delicious. That bacon is going to be inedible right. and fucking raw. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll stay clear of it. S- safety. safety it's, it's weird to find things that are both burnt and raw at the same time. I love Sa- it. Also, since we're learning things, uh, beef bacon, don't do it. Yeah, not worth it. Don't, did you say beat dicking? Like, don't beat your dick? No, no, no. No, beef, no, no, no. Beef we bacon. do that all the time. Like, yeah, totally be a dick. But beef bacon. Oh, beef, ba- beef bacon. Yeah. yeah, don't do it. That's a thing. But what? what is that thing? What it's is- a bacon made from cows. It's like it's um, like roast oh. beef formed in the shape of bacon. It's not right. But but not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not right. It's not right. There's <laughs> like there's no there's no salt flavor. There's no yeah. like any flavor. Yeah, there's a mistake. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Beef All right. bacon. See you later. Yeah. yeah. So don't spend your money on beef bacon. Off the but- list. But something that you could spend money on, yeah, is one of our sponsors. You motherfucker! Oh, look, hey. look at that! That is a, that is a professional transition. Hashtag professional. Hashtag we have we have we have a shirt. We have yeah, a shirt. There's a shirt. It says hashtag professional on it. We'll send one to you. You can get it at Bacon's Is my podcast. I'd love to be professional. <laughs> yeah. So would we someday? <laughs> um, so never gonna happen. We have a sponsor called Poddex. Uh, they're pretty cool. They are decks of cards. Um, they are for budding podcasters. They are for people who need to um, need to break the ice a little bit. Right. People who don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. And uh, <clears throat> in each of the in each of the card decks, there are fifty cards. On each card, there are questions, and uh, it just helps get the get things rolling, if you will. Indeed. So what we like to do is have our guest pick one of the decks. And then pick a random question from that deck. So, Alex, we have uh, the interview deck. We have the interview deck two. We have the episode deck. We have what the heck. We have would you rather. We have the brand spanking new what the fuck, which has this really cool old school MTV branding. I was looking at it. Kind of looks like an American Spirit pack, which I'm about to. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that too. I, did, I never just, noticed let's that. Do that one. Okay, and then there's also the. Oh, let me just tell the last one. The last one is how dare you? Likes to say it because oh, we, wow. we have to say it like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go yeah, with the what so the fuck deck. We'll go with the what the fuck. Also, great branding on that what the fuck deck. It looks right. Great. It's got absolutely. It's got right. like the MTV old school old branding. School like, upside, upside down. down. Very yeah. well played. There we go. See. God damn. Yeah. Nice. I love it. All right, so Mike is going to shuffle these, and I will tell everyone that is listening that you can go to poddex.com. You can check out these decks. They're always coming out with new stuff as well. They also have an app. You can check out the app. They also have some cool merch. If you decide that you like anything over at poddex.com, please use the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with BACON. And you get 10% off your entire order. Hashtag professional. (laughs) We've We've done that a few times. 
All right. All right. So we're going to so fan these out. You go ahead and pour yourself a drink. I'm going to fan was, these out. I'm just doing a couple of fingers. Nothing too crazy. No, keep going. Keep going, buddy. That's all right. Well, I'm going to take I'm going to take a couple of fingers, too, and I'm going to start moving them from my left to my right, your right to left. Right. And you tell me when to stop. Uh, there. Right there. Right there. What do we got? Your question is, Ooh. what is, in your opinion, the sexiest name and the least sexiest name? I feel like the least least sexiest name is obviously Karen. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> Definitely like, now. Definitely now it is. Now it is. Yeah. Ruined. I was having a discussion about it with one of my like I met this girl and she spelled it was like her name was maybe maybe she was pronouncing it differently. It was like Corinne, and I was right. like, <laughs> and you're like, no, it isn't. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you're <Yeah>. Karen. <laughs> um, the sexiest name. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I'm trying to think of like hot people that I've hooked up with and exactly right. what the names were. That's that. See, see for me, as soon as that question came up, I was like, I listened to the last podcast he was on and he likes to sleep with his exes and he's going to try and not, <laughs> he's going to try and not blow up his spot. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock it in. You Ruby. just blow up his spot. Ru- Ruby's Ruby's a sexy name, hundred percent. Ruby Ruby's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Ruby's a sexy name because it like it it sort of sounds Ruby like an older name. You know, Ruby, like it Ruby sounds, sounds like you'll find that like a, in a. That's pretty universal. You'll find it in a uh, in an old age home, right? Yeah. In an assisted living, but you'll also <laughs> find that in a uh, strip club. Right, exactly. It's not like there's some older names like like that you're not gonna you're not gonna find a stripper named Dolores. Dolores, Maybe. I think right. Beatrice. Like, Beatrice. Beatrice. My, my target audience is gonna be uh, strippers or like disabled old people, like really really old people. Rich, my, rich, my, uh, rich disabled old people. Yeah, my target audience is uh, strippers named Dolores. <laughs> it's a very Dolores. very niche, very That's niche audience. Um, do you guys watch that show West Westworld? Westworld. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, he's he's seen it. Um, it's just Dolores. And she, she's the yeah. smoke show of the show. But anyway, yeah. All right. I'm trying to think of it. So Karen and Ruby. Karen, yeah. Uh, so uh, Karen's the sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from Karens and see if you can take on. I also Ruby. feel like like Stacy as well. Stacy is a very like like a not sexy name. Like that just seems like danger. You know, like, like, kind of like red yeah. flag. Yeah, yeah, like, like that's that's like she's gonna have a faraway look in her eye. Yes, there's something, something was. You know, she's she's. Is that is that all spellings? Because there's a lot of spellings. For you're talking to her, and she's naming your kids. Also, I feel like like if it's like guys' names, like like George, like George is, you know what I mean, like or like Mark, like it's kind of like like just like real. Um, Mark, like, just a yeah. too like George, this is my man George. It's not like See, I go. George. I go with names like I go with names like Chaz. Yeah, but what about what about <laughs> Chaz? Chaz, Chad, or Tanner? Like those are those are non sexy guy names. Ch- Chaz, Chaz is right. uh, is the singer of the Lone Rangers. Yeah. So fuck you. Well, and Tanner. <laughs> Tanner sells sells weed outside of the Waffle House <laughs> <laughs> to trust fund kids. Of course he does. 
Of course he does. Right. Yeah. That is that is awful. That is awful. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's what we do. We make things up. Yeah. Hashtag professional. That's what we do. Um, so <laughs> that's that's what we do, man. Um, so like someday someone will buy that shirt. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. We're gonna have to send it to somebody for free. Somebody right, right. somebody like him. And then maybe somebody will see it and go, Hey, that's got a samurai and a hashtag on it. Yeah. Where'd you get that sweet swag? Uh, sweet, sweet swag. Yeah. Um, so like here we go. You're you're uh you're in LA. You now you guys are talking about uh moving forward with hands like houses, doing some new stuff. Um, I know that you guys are both like, you know, US based and because there are more than one member in, in yeah. the US as well. So um are you guys has it all become a uh a discussion of maybe doing this remotely? Because we found like a lot of bands are kind of just doing it all remotely. Like obviously demoing, throwing things into Google Drive, that kind of stuff. But uh actually you are in LA and I mean that's how yeah, we people in like Texas and yeah. Well actually everyone everyone's back home now. So Coops who oh. was in Texas, okay. um, he's back home with his wife. So like uh she's I think yeah, like ev- everyone's like married, engaged and has babies. And then I was like, I'm gonna move to LA. Cool. <laughs> um, Sounds like us. But, yeah. Yeah. So we, we've, I feel like we've predominantly um, kind of written separately-ish, like at least like get like a majority of an idea out, like the way you're kind of like hearing it and then bring that idea to the band um, has been kind of like how we've probably had the most success or like that idea kind of goes to a producer or something. So we've kind of already been on that remote thing anyway. Um, and then, yeah, I guess with me moving over here, um it kind of like more solidifies us like like doing at least the writing remotely um but then when tours and stuff come up like you know like whether it's like a u.s tour it's like i'm already here or an australian tour like they're all there so it's kind of like someone's gonna have to fly somewhere which shouldn't really be too hard i'm hoping um look with with like the way like how easy it is to file share and like we we're talking about before about how easy it is to create songs it's like everything's just at your fingertips so it's like the fact that i'm over there or even if we had someone else that was randomly like in the uk or europe or something like that like it, it doesn't really create that many roadblocks um just with the ease and how we've been doing things already like it's already been kind of like like we run a bunch of things through um this thing called like asana which i guess is like a it's like a project management website and you can put like all these kind of kind of like google drive but like you can add more like annotations to things and like set people tasks and stuff like that so okay uh, we've been trying to use like a bunch of stuff like that to so is it, it like like the the whole sending <laughs> stuff through google drive and and, and whatnot that's already been a part, pre-pandemic that's already been part of your routine yeah, or you guys more of a like get into a room and bang some chords out and do it i feel like we I feel, I feel like we just distract ourselves um and like fall into kind of like jam band sort of trap um or not like trap i shouldn't say trap um but you know what i mean you just kind of like start like playing something and then you're like oh this is cool and everything's like kind of like the same, like 120 BPM, and you're just right, like, right. 
then three right, hours go by. Bob Marley hit or something, and you're like, oh, that's that's not a song. <laughs> Whereas when you come in and you're sitting there with like fucking single string wrist going ba da ba da 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 da, it's like that's not really like. It's kind of like everyone like learn the part and then we'll we'll like see yeah. how it actually sounds and feels. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of yeah, it's been been more, but also with the way that we've been like, I think touring so much as well. Um, it's like we haven't really had like the time to sit down in rooms and and jam. It'd be kind of like we might play like me and Coops would like muck around with some stuff on an acoustic or like me and Trent or something, and then we kind of like flesh the idea out. Um, on logic it hasn't necessarily been like what song do we want to write today guys yeah, <laughs> it's right. not like a i guess it just hasn't hasn't suited our writing style have you guys ever written anything to where like it, it started building while you were on the road and it was like you're fleshing ideas out or something or someone played something in a sound check and then like a couple mm-hmm. months later there was a little bit more and then yeah for sure i mean like funnily enough um so like our song colorblind um i had like the like this riff or like i guess like the riff right Uh, (laughs) i was like walking around with uh and then it was like me and our drummer kind of like parky in like a dressing room and i was just sitting there with like a like a guitar he was kind of like going over like beats or like talking through like structures and bouncing stuff around and i think when you when you have it at like that bass level i think that's the other reason why i enjoy like starting songs off acoustically um yeah Yeah. you already have like a vibe for it at like such a like minimal level i feel like you know that as soon as you start putting more into it like it's just going to be something special yeah it's going to be something that has like legs or potential to do something so yeah i find it's always when you start writing on acoustic you always you know it's good when you feel like oh i could add this i could add this i could add this and sometimes when you when you start writing as a band on electric it's like Okay, what do we got to take out? What do we? Gotta, who needs to yeah. shut up for a minute? And I feel like that's especially when you've got everything loud. It's hard mm-hmm. to be like, yeah. "Can you stop playing that?" And someone's like, "What the fuck?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you well, mean? Fucking playing the goggle goggle. Like, so that's awesome. right, right. That's for sure. That's like for for me, and I've talked about it a few times on the podcast. It's just like you know, I've been in bands where where like we all, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna get together on this night and we're gonna write and everybody stares at each other and they're like, you got something? Right. I know it's kind of, it's kind of like a pressured situation. Um, we like for, I can't remember which, maybe it was unimagined. Um, like it predominantly be like, I'd kind of like get like a, a musical bass down of like, like rhythms and kind of like a few sort of melodic ideas. <coughs> and then like our producer would kind of like tap out for the day at say like eight o'clock. And then we would sit, he would like set up the session. And we'd sit there with Coops, who like plays like a lot more lead than I do. Um, and he'd kind of like run over, like, do you think this is cool? Do you think this is cool? Do you think this is cool? And we'd have that space to kind of like try things um, rather than trying to put it all in at once and trying to get every idea across and kind of like like piecing it together. And then like he would come in the next day, like the producer would come back in the next day and we'd kind of review all these like different like iPhone videos of him being like, Uh, oh yeah, what's I, your yeah, what's your uh what's your voice memo look like on your phone? Oh my god, I think I'm up to like twelve hundred. <laughs> and that's what, like this month. Nah. <laughs> what 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 we like to ask people usually is what is the best song title on your Oh yeah, uh, how do you title your, on your voice, uh, memo? voice memo? This is this is something I need to get way better at because 
Everybody does, dude. Yeah. Like you're recording four four seven, you're recording four four eight, and I'm like, what the right. fuck is that idea? What is that? Um, but yeah, like I mean, I'm just looking through what I've got at the moment, and one just says ballad, which is so boring. Um, there's not really that's that's I think that's my worst thing of like uh, if I like I don't title something until I have some kind of like lyrical content, right? Because even with joke titles, I feel like people somehow get attached to it. Like we, yeah, yeah, good. And then you're like, oh, but like, isn't it kind of this? And you're like, no, we can't call the song like Ducks <laughs> or something like. That. I don't know what the right. I I still have band members that call songs that have been released yeah, for themes. years old like joke names. Like if I put the actual title on a on a set list, they're like, like, I don't, know what, I don't know what song that is. So I have yeah. to put the joke title on a on a set list. And then, like, if someone sees the set list, they're like, "What the hell is this?" I guess. Well, this is like this is the other thing I never really thought about it until a point as well. Um, and it comes along with like obviously like songwriting and some sort of like mm-hmm. I know this is like a bad thing to say, but like industry knowledge and selling out to the man and piecing all the puzzles together and right, yeah, yeah, like, driving Ferraris and living the hills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is like such a big thing for our first album as well. It's like the album's called Ground Dweller, nice and simple. But then, like every song title is like a whole sentence. Yeah. <laughs> How so? People start typing in like, "Oh, what was that like song by Hands Like Houses?" Or it was like, "Don't look now, follow me, act normal." It's like Jesus Christ! Like, why do we <laughs> call it act normal? Like this. <laughs> why right, was it right. all this? And honestly, Dance Gavin Dance and Devil Wears Prada have a lot to answer for. Yeah. In that department. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, I actually uh, <clears throat> the only like super long title that I've ever done, and and the only reason why I kept it is because a coworker literally like he heard I was a ba- in a band and he was, just walks up to me, is just like this old hick. He was he, you know he was in Long Island, mm-hmm. but he definitely did not belong there. And he goes, ah, a "Heard you're in a band." You should write a song called Bury Me Face Down so you can kiss my ass goodbye. And I did it. Yes. I did it. I, mean, I don't say like, it. That sounds like a great uh, country song title, to be honest. Right? I, th- I, I think it is. And he was like a, he was a hick. So it is a great country. It is. It's not a country song. Is it? That you wrote. No, 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 no. I did not write it. Country. No, 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 no. But, but it, it but should it is be. A great <laughs> he was, he was a, he was a country bumpkin go, the yeah. guy though. So yeah. I could definitely see that being in country. Do song. you say that line in the song at all? No, not once. That's how you know it's good. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing where you sit there and go like, people often don't remember the song title; they'll remember like the hook line. Right, right. Again, that's why people name songs. That's why they name them hooks. By yeah, the hook. It's, so you can find them. And it's I, just, I feel this like you start songwriting and you start songwriting. You try and be too clever for your own good. Oh, talk to me. You know, it's and then it's like. Later on, you're just kind of like, what's the hook? That's the title. <laughs> there it is. Because <laughs> someone's going to type this in when they go looking for it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I'm actually looking at the things on Spotify now, like starving to death in the belly of a whale. It's like, who, like who's going like, to, what? <laughs> it's, it's so much. So he, much. He, doesn't, he doesn't say that, though. <laughs> no, not at any point in the song, nor does it have kind of anything to do with the song, potentially. I, I have to brush up on the lyrics, but it's just awesome. funny. It's just very of the time. Like, yeah, definitely. De- well, and there was, and there's definitely some cool, memorable 
song titles and and the artistry is cool and I, and part of it was like part of it was a fuck you to to pop songs and you know so th it all has its place i just think that that thing is also the funniest part about like um potentially some of these people i'm not 100 percent sure of your listenership so i have to be very cautious with uh, you don't have to be anything don't be cautious <laughs> um but people sitting there and being like like you were, you're talking about bear tooth yeah and it's like fuck like bear tooth is so fucking heavy like it's fucking sick and it's like yes they are heavy but it is like a pop band yeah like it, right yeah you know, like and but then people will be like fuck pop music like you can't fucking do that and you're like Oh man, you don't get like it's so <laughs> No, no, yeah. You know what? It's like it's like I get it. He's yelling and fucking screaming, but but it's hooky as hell and you've got But like, do you remember that chorus? Yeah. Of course yeah. you do. Would you go away saying? Of course you fucking do. Yeah. I'm up on a mountain, see them in love. <laughs> we are we was, are we are fans of choruses and hooks here. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon is my podcast. The, this the, hooks, hooks are our bacon. Our yeah. our motto, because so like so we we actually um, we write music together as well. Like we're in two different bands, but um, we cool. also play we we play music together as well. We write, yeah. and and our motto is the hooks got to be catchy as fuck. Yeah, Always. that's it. Yeah, catchy as fuck. That's it. That's all the choruses. And there, there needs to be something. There always needs to be something. Some kind of like little earworm to some degree. Yeah. This what are people going to remember? And that hook's got to be in other parts. Guitar's got to do that hook sometime. You know, there's got to be a backup vocal that does that hook. It's it's keyboards got to do that hook. Yeah, wherever it is. First verse, same as second verse. Crazy. Same as second verse. Yeah, <laughs> bring it back around. How fast did you get to that chorus? Minute and a half. Rewrite it. <laughs> awesome. It used, to, it used to be fifty-five seconds. That was like bang on, like perfect chorus time. Now, right. I think right. It's 30 seconds 30 seconds or something like that is yeah. it really yeah if you write oh, if you write a, if your first verse is like four measures it's like okay cut that shit in half and you're like yep. but the story and they're like no one cares nobody but cares about this <laughs> this is like this is obviously me being like far too like you know in the well like, of like course the yeah. songwriting space when you approach stuff with hands like how is it like it's, it's completely different like yeah but it's no just, no no but but we 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 we've tried and we've done like other stuff with other people and for other people and stuff like that. And that, that's, that's shit. We got to know. Like if it's, if yeah. it's 30 seconds now, God damn. <laughs> like, really? Well, you Fuck. know what? That, that, uh, that two measure guitar intro is badass and it has to stay there. So that is, but it's, sometimes that's so you can wait. Cause that's a hook. Cause that's a hook too. Yeah. There's look, there's no, but you got to bring it back. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing written in stone. It's just, no, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Learn all the rules so you can break all the rules, and then uh, and then remember which ones need to come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. All right, Alex, we've we've taken up a lot of your time. Yes, thank you. It was, it was, it was great talking to you guys. Yeah. Um, so before we sign off here, please, please let all of our consumers because we call them consumers because they don't just listen on consume their. Bacon. Yes. Well, yeah, they consume bacon, but but yeah, you can consume bacon. But they watch it on video, they listen on audio, so we call them consumers. Just let them know where they can find everything you and Hands Like Houses. Um, everything me personally is basically just Instagram. I don't really use anything else. Uh, so it's at Alex Austin H L H. Tattoos and food porn. 
And yeah, it's, it's lot, lots of food porn. Uh, and then everything Hands Like Houses, we obviously have Spotify, Hands Like Houses, Apple Music, all those streaming services. Uh, we've got Facebook, which we're on a fair bit. And then Instagram, it's all just Hands Like Houses, the band name. Um, and we're going to have some new music coming out soon, which is going to be sick. Nice. We'll definitely let you guys know when that is coming. So stay tuned with us. And uh, also follow Hands Like Houses. Follow, yes. share, do all, share those, all the things. Do it. Do all the things. Break the go. algorithms because they suck. Go see them when they finally tour again. Yeah, go see them live. Yeah, I've seen them happen. a number of times. It's great. Live alive. It's fantastic. It, it is fun. I, I definitely actually miss it. I didn't think I wanted to go on tour again, but then I started seeing live shows and was like, I'm jealous. Let's right. go. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm in the minority. I legit think I'm in the minority. You might be. You might be. Because I, I, I started seeing live shows again and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I got to deal with a promoter? No, no. no. Oh, yeah. Geez, nah. Yeah, look, <laughs> I've just chosen to ignore a lot of aspects of touring and to be like, right, right. That looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, 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 that like 30 to 75 minutes on stage is, is pure bliss. Yes. So, yeah, I guess more of that. I haven't I haven't had that. I, I got my first show and I was like, is it OK? <laughs> the whole time, the whole time. That's why I don't want to do it again. All right, guys. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Alex, for hanging out. And uh, always, please remember, here's the test. Yeah. What's the question? The most important you, question. The most important question that you always need to ask yourself. What is my bacon? Fuck yeah. What's your bacon? Oh, my class. <laughs> Long-term test, baby. They got it. Memory loss Don't is not real. real. It's a fat, it's a pigment. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? Welcome back. Hopefully this is working. I hope so. I wish we could see, but we can't, which is okay. That's all right. So You can uh, see that. But that's that doesn't mean anything because that was working it's not before. Frozen. It's not frozen. No, but it was working before. It was, was moving it? before. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. But either way, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, you enjoyed it. it. We hope you guys enjoyed it. You definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. If nothing else, he's got an Australian accent. It's so nice. Yeah, unless you're from Super Australia, sweet. and then we have we have American accents, accents, which is from not America. as nice. Yeah, Merco. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jimsy, yes, sir. Jimsy, where can they find anything that has to do with you and your things? Uh, not really many places. I don't do much anymore. But if you want to take a look and see kind of what I'm up to, uh, you can find me, Jimmy G's Shoes, on all the socials. I will be doing things from uh, from time to time. I'll be putting a lot of uh, podcast stuff up, mm -hmm. and uh, and when my band Craven Strange puts stuff up, you can find it there, and you can also find it at CravenStrange.net where you can check out all of our links to all of our socials, all of our music, and all of our stuff, like our uh, Spotify and Apple stuff, where you can also find Bacon Is My Passion. Which is a wonderful little musical duo yeah. comprised of this guy yeah. and me. Yeah, couple of dicks. Couple of dicks. Dicks. That means two. Yeah. Or the sequel. We're, yeah. the, we're the sequel to just one of us. Sure. It doesn't work that way. Okay. There's two of us. There is. It's there was always two of it's us. More than right? one. No, it's less than three. Yeah, you've confused me. Anyway, you can find me. Yeah. At me, my own self, Mike. Personally, uh, I put podcast stuff. I have 
band stuff. I have uh, my, my family stuff uh, and a little bit of personal stuff up there. Uh, you can also find my band at Something Heavy Music on all the socials. And we're available, Something Heavy, on all digital platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Amazon Music. Everywhere. Everywhere. Stay in the Just conversation everywhere. by using the hashtag bacon is my pod or the hashtag bacon is my podcast. Always the hashtag what's your bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let us know. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you're into, what you're not into. Yes. Uh, send us your fantasies. Send us your uh, weird quirks. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll talk about them. Yeah. Who knows? If you really, 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 really love us and you want to help out the show, jump over to baconismypodcast.com. Check out our merch area, Bacon is My Fashion. Grab yourself a t-shirt or or jump over to patreon.com and check out Bacon's My Podcast there where you can yes. get uh, more episodes, commercial-free episodes, live streams, all kinds of fun stuff, music from the both of us, everything and anything that happens to be our bacon. Yes. And while seeing what our bacon is, remember to ask yourself every day the most important question. Wait, before you do that. Oh, okay. One thing I will say. Is I know there's more more than twelve listeners. Yes. Okay. What we really need is for some of you guys to just take a minute mm. while you're listening to this. Just do this while I'm talking to you. Okay. Okay. Scroll to the top of your favorite podcast listening stream. Mm. Scroll to the top of the YouTube page and give a five star review. Give a nice little thumbs up. Thumbs up. Hit that bell. Hmm. Because you'd be surprised how much that fucking helps. It really does. It's really easy for you, and it really helps us. Because I went really slow on purpose. Yeah. Beating the algorithm is a really hard thing to do. And we need to do that. If we're alone. Right. And we're not alone. Because you are our BIM squad. Indeed. Um, and as our BIM squad... Please remember to always, always ask yourself. Go, go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, I was saying the most important question. The most important question. What is it that makes your life, your day, your day-to-day things, everything about you? What is it that makes it just that much tastier? What's your bacon? What's your bacon?